Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. With us today is a tremendous community leader who does so much as president of the Polish-American Congress West New York Division. He's brought the organization new, vibrant, exciting leadership. And uh, it's wonderful to have him on the program today, James L. Lewicki II. He's a businessman, a government leader, community leader. Born and raised in Buffalo, Jim Lewicki is active within the local community, graduated in 84 from Hutch Central Tech High School, where he studied electrical engineering. He was a member of the school's honor fraternity, Kappa Sigma Phi. He attended Canisius College, where he graduated with his bachelor's degree cum laude in 88. Jim Lewicki was the recipient of many college honors, including induction into several honor societies, including Alpha Sigma Nu, Di Gamma, Psi Chi, and Who's Who Among Students in American Colleges and Universities. Our guest today, Jim Lewicki on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. First, let's talk about your goals. You're a new president of the Polish-American Congress. You already bring new vitality and excitement. What are your goals, Jim Lewicki? Well, first and foremost, Brian, is, uh, you know, as you know, we have one of the largest Polonias in all of the United States, Mm -hmm. uh, possibly the third largest, uh, certainly one of the oldest uh, the thing that we deal with today is uh, because of the uh, evolving community, there's a lot of uh, younger people, a lot of our older people uh, have been the mainstay of the organization. However, as uh, people have gotten older, health conditions, deaths, this type of thing, uh, we're trying to increase renewed visibility and interest in the organization uh, so that we can bring in new blood. So as you can imagine, visibility and engagement are probably uh, two of our largest goals. Uh, to that end, uh, you know, we're trying to do uh, uh, a lot more involvement in the community. For example, you have the Pulaski uh, Parade. Uh, we had uh, most recently a very nice big float in that parade. Yeah, it was wonderful, and I heard you won a prize. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Um, and also, uh, you know, we're engaging with our organizations, partnering. Uh, we restructured the organization to have directors now uh, literally responsible for each and every organization throughout Polonia. Uh, so uh, really the two biggest things right now are visibility and engagement. Those are the two things we're focused on. Very good. Now, you recently went to Poland, to Jeshov, which is the sister city of Buffalo, New York, for a forum from July 25th to the 30th. What was the goal of this? What happened in Poland with this forum? Well, this was the first ever uh, Polish-American forum held in Poland in which uh, the leadership of the Polish-American Congress, many Polish organizations throughout the United States, for the first time ever, uh, conducted a meeting uh, en masse uh, in Poland, uh, first time in the Congress's history since 1944. 
And uh, the whole goal of this was really to have the uh, country show us uh, where they are uh, politically, uh, business climate, um, you know, culturally, you name it. Uh, we had um, all kinds of high-level discussions with their uh, government officials, business leaders, to, you know, toward plants, uh, hospitals, uh, to get a sense of, you know, this, this isn't uh, the old country anymore. And it really isn't. Poland is tremendously advanced, and I think in many ways rivals uh, the Western country, if you will, even the United States in some ways. Uh, it's really come a long way. And I think, in part, a lot of that is due to in the investment subsidies that have come through the EU. Uh, but I think it's also come through a lot of the tenacity of Polish people. Very good. Well, it's uh, great that you're establishing this new prominence with the Polish-American Congress that seemed to be lacking for uh, many, many years uh, since Joe Michalik was the president who did a fine job uh, prior to you. Um, having attended this event, what are your personal observations about current-day Poland uh, versus perhaps what many perceive as the old country? What, what's really taken place in the last 20 well, years since they there, have been free. What you see there now is, I mean, the first thing that strikes you is uh, the investment that's taken place in infrastructure. I mean, I can remember going back in 2009, just seven short years ago, and the investments in the infrastructure just wasn't quite there yet. The other thing you see is a lot of multinational corporations uh, now coming over and uh, investing in things uh, like, for example, aeronautics is extremely large in the city of Zeshuv, um, uh, but also uh, other other area, critical areas um, uh, such as uh, IT and medical. Uh, so what you're seeing is a, a lot of Western investment taking place in Poland, I think a large measure because it's, 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 it's a very well-educated country. Um, also a country that's uh, very work ethic oriented and um it's Zeshuf is an example of a bright shining star down in the southeast i was very impressed to see uh, uh many co corporations uh spent the day uh visiting some of these and then also you look at things like shopping malls there and you think oh well the post communist regime there's mm -hmm. probably not a whole lot they have shopping malls there that would rival our own Walden Galleria and some of the biggest shopping centers. It's incredible. And, it, and the average age there is about 31, so they've got a lot of young people in that, in that town. Well, I understand their growth rate is far superior to ours right now. It's around 1%, but traditionally for the last 50 years it's been 3 or 4% a year. But Poland, I understand, has been at 6 or 7% growth rate. It's been one of the uh, fastest-growing economies in all of Europe, if not the fastest-growing. And uh, I think they'd like to keep it that way. Very good. Uh, let's talk about other opportunities and challenges that you see for Poland as people. It used to be 30 years ago that people in Buffalo with the Polish-American Congress, when Mr. Durevich and Mr. Michalik were president, they sent food and medicine and shoes to Poland. But now it seems Poland is growing faster than us. Let's talk about the opportunities and challenges for Poland and its people. Well, I think right now, you know, you have a nation that's still a fairly relatively young, modern-day democracy, 
And I think Western media has been relatively unfair to the Polish mm -hmm. people uh, in terms of some of this business you've possibly read about uh, in terms of Poland being in a, a crisis of democracy. Uh, having just come back from there on Saturday, I can assure you there is no crisis in democracy. Uh, the people uh, are very much in lockstep with what's going on with the current government. Uh, but just the same, I mean, because it's a young democracy, just like America had its challenges, Poland has its challenges. And uh, as you turn over the government from one party to the next, you know, each side of the aisle has its own ideas about what good government should be. And unfortunately, you're always going to have dissenters from that. So I think that's one of the challenges that exists right now uh, for President Duda's administration. Uh, and, you know, it's evolving. Uh However, I do think that looking at what I've seen, uh, for anybody that's looking to invest in Poland, I mean, there's a tremendous amount of possibility there uh, in terms of growth potential. And uh, I, I would say that's one of the biggest things that I think they have an opportunity for. If somebody would like to contact you and get involved or join the Polish-American Congress under your new dynamic leadership where should they get a hold of you? Well, it can contact me either by way of my cell phone, uh, which is 716-864-6110. Uh, uh, the other way it can contact me is uh, through my email, which would be jlawicki, L-A-W-I-C-K-I, at verizon.net. Okay, and you're always looking for new young members of the Polish-American Congress. Well, the way I see it is uh, our institutions are the foundation of the community. Without those institutions and without new blood uh, to keep those institutions going, you know, you, you end up with not a whole lot after those things go away, right? I mean, we can only exist for so long on polkas and uh, piragi and red and white T-shirts. Uh, that's really not the essence of a community. So we need young people. We absolutely invite young people, whether it's uh, joining one of the Polish-American churches, whether it's uh, joining the Congress itself, uh, the language schools, the dance groups, or any one of our uh, organizations that fall under our, our umbrella, which there are some 18 of them, I would say the door is open to anybody that has interest. And we welcome you. And as we say in Polish, uh, witamy. Very good. We're learning a great deal from the dynamic young leader of the Polish-American Congress who's pumping new blood, new ideas, uh, courage into the Polish-American community, the Polonia of Western New York. Jim Lewicki, our guest today, President, Polish-American Congress, Western New York Division. If you're listening in Chictawaga or Toronto or Manhattan to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, Drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guests with Amy Wallace with the MDA in Rochester, Lena Kennedy, um, who is involved with Alexandra Professional, and Nick Langworth, the Erie County Republican Chair. Coming up, we'll have New York City Civic Leader Phil Rosenthal, John Katsimatides, the owner of the Quickfield gas station chain, and Charlie Joyce, National Republican Committee man. A little bit more information about James L. Lavitsky II. In 89, Jim Lewicki obtained employment with the pharmaceutical firm Eli Lilly and Company. 
where he served as a sales professional representing the company's products to area health care professionals. Jim Lewicki maintained a career with the company for 20 years and retired from his position as executive sales rep in 2009. Our guest today, Jim Lewicki, President, Polish American Congress, Western New York Division. Let's talk about the challenges the Polish American Congress and Western New York faces today, if you want to talk nationally too, and how you're going to seek to resolve these challenges. Well, the biggest challenge, Brian, is uh, interest, uh, getting people engaged. Uh, as you well know, uh, people have very active and busy lives, and uh, people have limited amount of time they want to invest. So we get that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, the community only is, is only going to be as good as the people that show up and get in involved. And like anything in this country, uh, you can't really complain about something unless you're willing to be part of a solution. Uh, so right now I'd say the biggest uh, issue we face as a community, and not that long ago we actually conducted a, a retreat for the Congress in which we uh, kind of crossed the board, did a scoreboard looking at the viability of the community, uh, evaluating things like the health of the churches, the health of our language organizations, the health of our, our dance organizations, all of the clubs and, and organizations. And, and I've got to be honest with you, I, I think the next five, ten years are going to be extremely pivotal for a Polish-American community uh, because as people continue to die off, if there are not people lined up uh, to uh, backfill, um, we're not going to be left with a whole lot. So I, I'm kind of raising the red flag, if you will, uh, to the community. And my thing right now is is to get more people involved. The second thing is, uh, you know, despite our best efforts over the last however many years to try to get people to work uh, together more, and that goes for uh, Polish Americans as well as immigrants, we still have a lot of disparate areas within the community. I mean, I always use the analogy when I'm talking to people, if you think of, of our community as a symphony, right? Uh, a symphony sounds tremendous when it plays together. Uh, if you parse out the horn section, you parse out the violin section, and they play alone, they may sound good, but they're not quite as strong as when they play together. And so what I'm really trying to do is to generate some cohesity. Uh, and I remind people all the time, uh, whoever's willing to listen, that let's focus more on the things that we have in common as Polish Americans as opposed to the things that divide us. Uh, to my friends who are recent immigrants, um, I say at some point you're going to have children and they're going to have children and the, the, the circle of life is going to continue. Eventually, they're not going to be so immigrant anymore. So you have to think of that, that, you know, we have more in common than we have apart. We're one people. We're one blood. We need to work together. It's very good. Um, and I know you're reaching out to young people with Mira Shramo with the Polish Saturday School and uh, Joe Ray, who's been active in your efforts for years. What, what else are you doing to get more young people involved in the Polonia of West New York as president well, of the Polish American We're going Congress. out to more events. Uh, we're partnering with our organizations to be present uh, to serve as a resource. Now, something that didn't take place for years uh, is, is at our meetings. Uh, we are inviting guest speakers. For example, this uh, coming uh, fall, I'm going to have uh, uh, a speaker that's going to talk about grant writing, uh, which is critical to some of the organization's existence. 
Uh, I'm also going to have people coming to talk about social media. Uh, so we're trying to, to create more events of interest that would get people to want to roll up their sleeves. Um, we're doing events like Zupa Palooza, the Polish Soup Festival. We're doing uh, the Polish uh, Winter Festival, the Kulig. Uh, we're doing first ever uh, Polonia Picnic, uh, which will celebrate uh, you know, the community and get everybody together. It's a free uh, event for member organizations and po Polish American Congress members. We're trying to be more visible and invite people in. Uh, these are just some of the things that we're doing uh, to, to engage people. Um, there's also going to be a White Eagle cigar smoker okay. uh, that's going to take place October 15th, first of its type in the area, maybe first of its type in the country for all I know. But again, we're inviting people in, trying to create different uh, opportunities of interest in the hope that people might, you know, want to join. And not just join the Congress, but also join um, any one of our great organizations. I mean, because the Congress is only as good as the health of its organizations, yeah? We're the umbrella organization over it. Without the organizations, there's no umbrella organization. Again, if someone's listening in West Seneca or Toronto or Pennsylvania or Ohio to ESPN AM 1520, wants to get involved with the Polish American Congress, the West New York Division, how do they contact or call you? Now, the easiest way to do that, Brian, would be to just have them give me a, a call on my cell. My cell is 716-864-6110, or my email, uh, jlawicki at verizon.net. I'd be happy to entertain a phone call or an email. For those who are just tuned in, you're listening to the Rusk Report with the president of the Polish American Congress, West New York Division, who's bringing new ideas, vitality, and strength to this organization. James L. Lavitsky II, who's active in business, government, and community leadership. If you're listening in Toronto or South Buffalo or Northern Florida to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. A little more information about James Lavitsky. He serves on numerous organizations and their boards, including the Erie County Medical Center and Villa Maria College. Proud of his heritage, Jim Lewicki serves as president of the West New York Division of the Polish American Congress, an umbrella organization dedicated to serving the area's Polish American community. As a board member of the organization, Jim Lewicki is credited with working with elected officials to support the passage of the Polish visa waiver and obtaining a resolution from the Erie County Legislature which established the first Polish-Ukrainian Solidarity Day. And that's a wonderful thing because Poles and Ukrainians have such similar culture, language, religious beliefs. So that's wonderful. Let's talk a little bit about your goals the next five or ten years because I'm sure you're in for the long haul to further revitalize this organization, which needs needed a little uh, jump uh, f uh, no. from the leadership of Mr. Michalik years ago, so let's let's uh, talk about your goals for five or ten years. Well, the first thing that you've seen come together is uh, bringing greater attention to the Polish American community, as you know, because you've been around it for a very long time. Uh, you know, I think in some ways. 
the Polish American community doesn't get the attention it deserves. And I, I mean that not only in terms of the elected officials, but in other areas. Uh, so for me right now, trying to uh, create uh, more PR relating to the community's uh, essential. Uh, one of the things we've done, and I spearheaded it uh, along with uh, one of my colleagues, Andy Gombielski, uh, is the recent advent of the uh, Polonia Trail. Mm -hmm. uh, Polonia Trail is a state-of-the-art website here in western New York. Uh, people can visit at uh, poloniatrail.com. And what it does is it, is it highlights, uh, in the first run, 50 sites uh, that have to do with uh, the historic fabric of western New York, Polonia. And again, I believe that by bringing these assets to light, um, also promoting uh, historic travel and tourism, which right now is a very hot topic, uh, that uh, the buildings that you drive by that might have said Dom Polsky, Unia Polska, mm -hmm. that don't really give you much other than it's a building, uh, now people will be able to both virtually or physically uh, visit these sites that contributed uh, to the history of our community. So, again, bringing attention to the community uh, is is one of the goals through good PR. Uh, the second thing that I think we're trying to do is promote cohesity and partnership uh, between the different uh, organizations. We're also trying to have greater uh, visibility with our elected officials. Um, uh, we haven't had that. And I'm also uh, looking to, uh, one of my goals is to create uh, a Polonia first uh, political action committee uh, because I think with a diaspora of over 300,000 Polish Americans, uh, we ought to have more traction politically. And we haven't had that uh, energy harnessed and focused in the community to affect races as we should. Probably not since the days when Mr. Michalik was a great president of the Polish-American Congress. Let's talk about your efforts with elected officials. You're talking about why, how you wanted to get more involved with the elected officials and to have a um, political action committee about your efforts uh, to pass the Polish visa waiver. Um, let's talk about that, the importance of that and uh, how's that, how that is going. Um, well, Polish visa waiver has been a challenge. Uh, as you know, you have to have political will for something to carry through. And despite the Congress's best efforts, and, and we have put tremendous efforts forward in meeting with various members of, of Congress and the Senate, uh, despite those best efforts, uh, there just isn't political will. And quite frankly, with six months left in the Obama administration's I, I don't perceive that it's going to be a high-priority item right now in Washington. Uh, but just to say the same, um, since Poland has been one of America's uh, staunchest and strongest allies through the years, I believe it's the right and proper thing for the country to do is to convey that status to Polish uh, uh, citizens looking to visit the United States. So we're not walking away from this. Uh, I think we're just maybe I would say at the moment a little bit of a stay uh, because of what's going on with the presidential elections and just the timing. And you know in politics timing is everything. Uh, so to that end uh, we'll continue with it. Again, uh, phone number, email address, so people can get in touch with you to join the Polish-American Congress Western New York Division. Jim Lewicki. 
Yep. My, my personal cell phone, 716-864-6110. Uh, my email, uh, J-L-A-W-I-C-K-I at Verizon.net. Um, we talked a little bit earlier about the Polish-Ukrainian Solidarity Day. Again, we, we share uh, similar faith in God, uh, cultures, tradition, language, history, uh, domination by communism. Uh, let's talk about the importance of working the Polish and Ukrainian communities as one. Mm-hmm. Well, um, as as you know, with uh, Euromaidan, uh, we uh, saw the... Ukrainian brothers and sisters uh, challenged by uh, Russians and, of course, uh, the annexation uh, of a significant part of the country. Uh, With that being said, we stood shoulder to shoulder with the leadership of Western New York's Ukrainian community and established the first uh, Polish-Ukrainian Solidarity Day. Um, Again, because we're neighbors, in many ways, uh, parts of Poland uh, were parts of Ukraine and vice versa. I think it's important that we have understanding uh, with each other and we, we explore the challenges that exist with, between our two communities because we have so much likeness, uh, but also the challenges that exist and continue to exist uh, being border uh, countries uh, uh, to the Russian uh, Federation. Uh, clearly, you know, Poland shares its eastern border with Russia, as does Ukraine. And uh, I think as we've seen recently with uh, NATO activity, uh, we're, we're, all, we're both very concerned about what that may mean in the future. Uh, Putin has shown some elements of aggression. And I think uh, that together the Ukrainian uh, community as well as the Polish community remain concerned about what that could mean should aggression elevate or escalate. Um, So I think while committing the troops that have been through the United States and the uh, through the NATO process is is wonderful, it's probably not enough. Very good. We have about a minute left on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. You've been active as vice chair of the permanent chair of Polish culture at Canisius College. Tell us about that. Yeah, the permanent chair of Polish culture at Canisius is dedicated uh, uh, to providing funding uh, to various projects uh, that add to the vitality of the Polish-American community. And so, uh, you know, we take submissions throughout the year and we evaluate them to see, you know, if it's a good fit to the community. And if it is, we, we award them uh, funds to see those projects through. Uh, it's an organization that has sponsored many wonderful things in, in the community. Uh, I'm, I can actually speak that the Polonia Trail was the recipient of a $3,000 grant to expand the trail outside of the immediate western New York area into uh, some of the areas that are part of Polonia. Uh, so it's a tremendous organization that does some good things through funding uh, of a lot of Polish events. Sorry we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the past 15 years. And special thanks to the dynamic new president of the Polish-American Congress who's involving youth and many more organizations into the Polonia with the Polish-American Congress in West New York, James L. Lovitsky II, very active in business, government, and the community. Again, any thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio. 
500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Have a great week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t